Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Now, something I've talked about on quite a few occasions here on the show, um, and that's grief. And I think it's something that, you know, I think it's a good thing that we talk about it. And I think we're certainly getting better at doing that. It is a conversation that needs to be had. It affects everybody in the country. Uh, But somebody opening that conversation today is Tracy Corbett Lynch, because Tracy has set up a bereavement group after losing her mum to COVID, her sister-in-law to an illness, and also her brother, Jason Corbett. Um, in a in a in a brutal murder, which a lot of you, I'm sure, will be will be familiar with as well. Tracy, though, was with us on the line today. Tracy, listen, thank you for for joining us here on the show. Will you just explain why you decided to set this group up? Hi, Andrea. Uh, thanks for having me mm. on. Yes, absolutely. the The Limerick Breedment Network um, really evolved from uh, the support I had in my own experience of bereavement, as you, you've said yourself, I've lost loved ones from cancer and COVID-19 related illness. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some of it very public. My brother Jason was killed. And I remember from the beginning, I just had so much support and it continues to this day. And and some people who had their own experience of loss began reaching out to me on social media and letters and sharing their experiences of loss which was comforting, but it it also highlighted to me just, I suppose, how little we were speaking and sharing our own experiences. And, you know, as as you said, it's something that we will all experience at some point in life. And yet it's not something we really speak about as much as we could. And you've had this massive loss and the world is moving on around you and society is moving forward all the time. So I wanted to do something constructive um, and something practical that provided a focal point for people who have suffered losses. So the Irish Hospice Foundation had put out a call um, to support these types of interventions with a small grant back in 2022. And I reached out to Dr. Lisa Scott O'Rourke in late 2022. And Lisa's an academic and a chartered psychologist um, with TUS. And Lisa at the time happened to be with Jennifer Moran Stritch, who is a, a tani, tanatologist, um, a lecturer and research group director in TUS as well. And that's basically where the seeds were sown. We reached okay. out to organisations to collaborate with the University Hospital Limerick, TUS, um, Hogue, Limerick Mental Health Association, Milford Care. And Jennifer did the application and we were successful. And our first event was hosted um, last month um, with the social franchise at Death Cafe. And what sort of, like in, in terms of the response and the interaction you've had from the public, there's obviously, you know, p- people looking, I suppose, for help and support, Tracy. Well, absolutely. And look, anecdotally and, and with my own experience over the last eight years, um, you know, from hundreds to thousands of people, you know, reaching out and, you know, sharing their experiences as well. And we've had such a positive response. The Death Cafe was their free event, but they're they're booked out through Eventbrite and the Death Cafe was fully booked. Um, our event on, on Monday, Loss and Living, um, in the grounds of the University Hospital Limerick is slowly filling to capacity. Um, sorry, not slowly, it's almost at capacity. I know, yeah. Um, and it's it's a pilot series of events, really, Andrea, that's free and open to the public. And it's just exploring the different yeah. aspects of grief 
and laughs and, you know, make people, you know, being able to be facilitated to be more aware of what supports mm. are out there. Well, you know, just when you talk about, you know, exploring the, the different aspects of, of grief, I, I suppose I'm very conscious, Tracy, you, you've obviously been through an, an awful lot and, and in a very short period of time. Is it very different dealing with grief? Um, like a lot of us obviously will have experienced the, the you know, death of a loved one or, or, or a parent or family member. But in your case, I suppose, when, when you're forced to deal with, with grief so publicly and then, you know, to, to, to fight as well and go through the, the, you know, court cases and trial and all, all that comes with that. Is that, is it a different approach that you take? Um, I don't know is it different all I can speak to is my own experiences of losing people that that I have loved and um, you know from from way back when you know I lost a very good friend and my sister and all to asthma and you know at, at that time like I really had to learn to be introspective and you you certainly I you know you try to ignore it and, and don't deal with it and um, you know, and you learn that's not helpful. So for me, it's just trying to learn to be present and um, live in the moment and trying to get support and to talk about it. You know, I mean, I've been there. I've tried the things that aren't too healthy and trying to ignore it. And, you know, it's it's not really been very helpful. And over the years, I've just learned to, I suppose, I'd say acknowledge just the pain and accept the, the grief and you know that it can trigger lots of different and unexpected emotions and you know trying to understand that and give yourself time that you're grieving mm. and it'll be unique to ourselves yeah. you know we're all just so different. so different yeah 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 and, and we're all you know made up of our own life experiences and and that's how we react to the world around us you mentioned um and i hope i'm going to pronounce this right now as well um <laughs> thanatologist jennifer moore and stitch jennifer is actually with us as well tracy uh, on the program Excellent. yeah jennifer just ex- explain what it is that you do <laughs> Thanks, Andrea. Um, yeah, I, I do a number of things, I suppose. And one of the main things that I do is that I'm a lecturer in the Department of Applied Social Sciences at TUS um, in Limerick, the Technological University of the Shannon. And um, so I work with psychology students and social care students. And I, I do a little bit of teaching around loss and grief, like all aspects of it across our life, both the things that we encounter when we encounter death uh, but also the other losses that we might have across our life could be divorce, could be could be pet loss, uh, it could be the loss of a friendship or a relationship, um, could be living with something uh, and loving someone who is living with something like dementia. Um, so I'm just really interested in how human beings um, encounter those things and make sense of them and and live with them, accommodate them in their lives, and so. Sometimes the fancy word for that uh, among academic circles is to be a thanatologist, a, a, a student of thanatology, which is the study of all aspects of loss and death. So I am a certified thanatologist, and okay. you know, be, caref- be careful how frequently or how quickly you say you that say or it, how yeah. you throw it out at a cocktail party. But, um, but yeah, that is, I suppose, the, the official term for it is thanatology. But a, a lot of the work that I do... Um, is with students who are going out to support people who are really, really vulnerable in their lives and who've been affected a lot by different kinds of loss. So I think them knowing about loss 
is really, really important for their work and for themselves because it's important for all of us, really. Mm. That's that's what we're hoping to do with the Limerick Bereavement Network. Okay. Is there, like, I know it's something people always ask, is, is there's not a good way or a right way? I suppose everybody has their own way of dealing with it, Jennifer, don't they? Yeah, I think sometimes we fall into that trap and boy, do we fall into it. I think here in Ireland of like, oh, we do death the right way or there's no funeral like an Irish funeral and I think that we are very, very good at knowing what is culturally right for us and spiritually right for us, but that doesn't mean that our ways are 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 better than anybody else's. And it's really an individual pathway through things, um, depending upon your personality, on your culture, on how you were raised. Um, sometimes there's even there's even you know aspects uh, expectations that we have of like, well, men should grieve this way or women should grieve this way, or children don't grieve at all. And I, I think part of the work that I do, and really what we want to see happen um, from from the Limerick Bereavement Network, is sort of picking those assumptions apart mm. about that they're the right way or a wrong way or this way or that way if, to do grief. If, if people want to get in touch, Tracy, with you and the bereavement group, where can they do that? Well, our next event is on Monday. Um, in on the grounds of University Hospital Limerick. So the purpose of that evening is to provide that connection and support and solace to anyone who's grieving or supporting someone who is grieving. So it's information about grief and the range of supports available. If you look up loss and living on Eventbrite, um, there are still some spaces available for that. It begins at 6.30 um, on Monday, the 8th of May. So it's on the grounds of the University Hospital Limerick in the Clinical Education and Research Centre. So you go into the University Hospital Limerick, take a right, and it's above the A&E department. Um, so that Eventbrite is, you know, the best place to look for our, our okay. next events. Um, and that one is um, on Monday evening. That's on that's on, on Monday evening and people will be able to get more details too as well separately about the group um, online. Just Tracy, before I let you go, because there's a couple of messages that have come in from people just, um, I know they'll obviously be aware of, of you and, and the family and everything you've been through, but the retrial um, due to take place later this year, isn't it? But just a couple of people were just, just wanted to send their um, best wishes to you and and to the family and thinking about you and to, to Jason's children. Can, can, I, can I ask how the kids are doing um well first thank you and it just means so much the the support we've been very blessed andrea and and i do want to acknowledge that as well because when things are really difficult it's when others reach out and you know if it's you know just to sit down with a cup of tea it does make such a difference so we're doing okay at the moment um you know we're we're just trying to focus on the time and days ahead and you know the kids have Jack has his leavings are coming up so um, you know yeah that's ahead and you know we're just trying to I suppose reframe you know we've had the changes from the retrial moved from June now to November so Mm. we're just trying to reframe our year um, and and plan plan around what's to come but very much just you know take each day as it comes so we're doing good and, and thank you you know, Good. for people, you know, showing their concern. Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, quite, not to understate that, there's, you know, quite a few messages, Tracy, coming in from, from people thinking of you and uh, and the entire Corbett family as well. But listen, I, I do want to thank, you, to thank you as well for your time on the show today. Uh, Tracy Corbett Lynch there and also uh, Jennifer Mourne um, Stritch as well. 
Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.